0: Hello, I'm Christina Glickman, and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soulfire production. I have been bursting to share this episode with all of you. This is a story about how a fashion icon from the HBO Max, Stylish with Jenna Lyons, and a creative superstar ended up dressing me in my closet. I'm going to share with you what I'm calling a love story, parts A through I, and what ultimately became my outfit on the TEDx stage. These two creative geniuses, my good friends, Sarah Clary and Ashley Sargent-Price, sprinkle beauty everywhere they go. And I know you're going to want to follow them as well, whether it's Sarah's styling ideas and tips on her mind-blowing laundry day newsletter, or Ashley's domestic cheat sheet of home-edited brilliance on her new baby called Sightline. I got you. Don't worry. This stuff's all going to be in the show notes. And don't forget the Extra Love Army Doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to find out more. Send me a DM. If you know me, I'll always respond. And it would mean so much to me and the show if you would subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, my loves. Today is a very special episode. I'm going to share with you how I fell in love with a fashion icon watching HBO Max, Stylish with Jenna Lyons, and how she ended up in my closet. Oh, this is a good one. I call this a love story, so buckle up. I'm gonna tell you every detail here. So I'm gonna start off with that truly sharing this story is all about love. Love seen through the eyes of creative spirits, fashion, souls recognizing souls, and women lifting women, wanting nothing in return but love. Real, authentic, genuine love. It's that simple. So here is how it started, how it went, and how it ended for now. Love Story Part A. As you all know, I'm a fashion addict at heart, so you can bet when HBO Max launched Stylish with Jenna Lyons, I was all in. And if you don't know who or what that is, first, I'm sorry for your loss, but it's okay. Again, this is a love story, so it's not too late. You can still Google it up and watch it. But I couldn't wait to open my laptop. You know this feeling well, right? you're alone, maybe your kids are in bed for the night, and I wanted to dive into what I knew would make my stylist wannabe heart sing, and the show hit every note. What I didn't expect to happen was for me to fall in love with Sarah Clary. Now there's a lot of visuals here, and I'm on a podcast and you can't see it, so I promised to post it on my IG account or in some other forum, but you gotta see some of these images because it's the image That was the promotion materials for Stylish with Jenna Lyons on HBO Max. She's top left, gorgeous creature in red. Creative partner to Jenna Lyons, who I'm obsessed with and have been for many decades. And Sarah, well, she's a magic wand waver of all things with art direction. Not just clothes, but an eye to make anything framed into a masterpiece, all in her own way. And looking back, I'm certain it's why I gravitated towards her her fierce eyes looking over an outfit, her hand on her chin, very suspect, knowing it could use just a little bit more, a little bit more of something. And that something is her, a little bit more of Sarah. So I fell in love very, very quickly. So let's keep going here. I binge the show. I fall in love with Sarah, not in a creepy way. And something overcomes me. I grab my phone, I open her IG account, and I press the message box. You know, what I'm what am I doing? Like I am not some weirdo stalker. I I don't really operate this way, but I start typing. And so coming off my fashion high from watching the show, you know, I tell her I think she's the bee's knees. I ask if I could send her my book with no strings attached, but that I think that some of the words and pictures may land on her heart in some way, which is so strange because here's the thing. That's not my jam. I don't stalk crushes or have an influencer strategy and truly any business advice on on what I should do to get my book in people's hands. I don't do any of it. And not because it's not smart advice, but because it's not me. I can only operate from the place that feels like me. And this felt like me. So Hell's Bells, January 30th, 8.07 AM. I sent this IG message and I got this. Again, I have the actual text message. I'm going to have to put in another place for you guys to see this. But I tell her, I'd love to send her the book, and even if she doesn't want it, I promise to still champion her because she's just a magical human. Well, she sends back a note immediately that says, I would love to have your book. I'd be honored, and thank you for thinking of me. This new little community on Insta has been so gracious and warm, and I love meeting new inspiring women. I mean, can you handle that? This incredibly kind response, and my nervous heart was validated that she was the real deal. Yes, Christina, you can spot the good ones. And I thought, phew, she's not a jerk. And phew, she didn't think I was one either. So let's stop here for a recap. I send Sarah my book. She says she loves it. She posts something nice on IG, which was unexpected and generous. And my dreams are made. End scene, right? End scene. Or so I thought. Love story, part B. Looking back now, connecting the dots makes this a great story. But funny enough, as most of life's greatest moments happen, there was no plan, no agenda, no manufacturing. I was just living and being myself and listening to my gut and the whispers. And being myself means I tend to attract creative people. It could be my crazy hair and my love of shoulder pads, but I like to think I have a strong creative vibe that runs through my blood and is quite loud. So cut to January of 2019, pre-pandemic, right? I'm at a work event, a company called Beauty Cutter that I've been a part of for six years, and we're in Santa Monica at the swanky proper hotel. I eye this beautiful woman from afar, again, not creepy, just admiring her style and the regal way she seems to carry herself. And I'm most Definitely attracted to women with confidence, so it strikes me she must be someone in this room that does something important, but I'm not sure what. We happen to be getting to our tables, and she sweetly says to me, I love your outfit. I had on a white dress and wore a huge pink tulle puffy shirt over it with Gucci sneakers and a bit off as I slightly am, and I knew in that moment we shared some common ground. Again, I have the picture right in front of me because I sent a selfie to Adam that day. I promise I'll post this. I see her walk up to the stage area and soon find out she's creative director extraordinaire for Beauty Counter, Ashley Sargent-Price, the mastermind behind some of the greatest brand work from Goop to Madewell. She's just an incredible creative soul. How could I not assume this, right? I mean, she oozed this distinct combination of silent energy with this lightning bolt presence, and I immediately liked her. Within minutes, we ended up in the same space at the right time. And what I loved more than anything is we jumped right to hard talk. There was nothing surface, and we both seemed to need some pep talk. And suddenly in that moment, we found our way to one another. Odd, strange, I don't know. But now that I know this entire story, it's not strange at all. I scream, hello, universe. You were tapping me on the shoulder at that point. I just didn't know it. So a tiny friendship was born that carried its way into that evening at the bar and even made its way into sharing a sweater and a photo booth picture. Again, a beautiful shot I will share somewhere. And the pandemic hits. I don't get to see Ashley. We trade a few texts, sprinkle in some heart emojis, but that's all because, you know, COVID. Now here is where the crazy part really starts. I watched the HBO Stylish with Jenna Lyons show. And get this, holy crap sticks, Ashley is friends with Sarah? Mercy, who knew? I literally stop, pause, I look, I'm like, how do these two people know each other? So let's stop here for now and recap. I watch the show, I fall in love with Sarah, I continue my love fest with Ashley, life goes on until love story part C. It's 2021, I have a dream to do a TEDx talk. And if you have this insane, stupidly hard dream, it's probably because you feel you have something burning in your heart that comes with an annoyingly magnetic pull to share, a message to serve way outside of yourself, or you might explode, which I think is the only way you can hand yourself over to the beast of TEDx. So that was me. It's now February 2021, and after months of writing, submitting, and interviewing, I landed at TEDx. Dead, bananas, whatever you want to say here, I couldn't believe it. So I cry, I reflect, I'm excited, and I'm equally terrified. And what do I hear most from folks when I share this news? Oh my God, I can't wait to see what you're going to wear. I mean, no pressure here. I mean, most people have pressure about their talk, but I suddenly have this layer of people are wanting to see what I wear. But, you know, here's the thing, the TEDx talk, my talk, you know, my heart is aching for women to hear that at this tough moment in time, they need to keep going and remind women that we'll do what we've always done, which is conquer adversity. And we need to reclaim our voice and all the things. And I would like them to hear this message coming from me just as I am, which is Christina, platinum spiky hair that could stop bullets, hoops for days, ocean and Pacific white eyeshadow, and and I hope a killer outfit that makes me feel like me. So in a moment of ignorant bliss and a psychotic high, I send out this IG story and I tag Sarah and Ashley in it, which again, I have it. I'll share it. And I write, calling in the big dogs, can you girls dress me for the TEDx stage? Okay. You guys, I expect nothing. I do it because it's fun. I do it because I am so excited. You know, maybe I'll get back a disco party emoji in my DMs if I'm lucky, just thinking this is fun. I mean, why the F not? Like, Who cares? Well, you know where I'm going with this, right? Minutes later, I get this from Sarah. You can't see it, but I will show it to you. Yes, with lots of emojis. You're major. I need more information. This is exciting. I'm like, are you kidding me? Followed up with a text from Ashley saying immediately, this is about sisterhood. It's going to be great. We're going to do this together. I'm so proud of you. Text me. We'll figure this out. Can you handle this? Because I can't. And I keep asking them when I connect, why why are you doing this for me? I mean, can I pay you? First of all, women are not free. We need to normalize that. How can I support you both? What is happening here? And the answers I got from them every single time was, this is a sisterhood. It's women lifting women. We believe in you. We believe in your TEDx. How can we help? Seriously, are you all freaking out reading this? Because I sure the hell was. Who are these rainbows that landed in my lap? And how did this happen? How can I possibly receive this generosity? I was literally losing it. So sit with this for a minute. Sarah Clary and Ashley Sargent Price said yes to style me for no other reason than to be incredible human beings, to be a part of something that allowed women to support women. Oh, and they want to fly to Chicago to come into my home and closet. No big deal. Okay, love story, part D. This is the tragic part. It's all fun and games, I'm floating high, I'm reworking my talk for TEDx curators, I'm giddy at the thought of these creative superheroes dressing me, then, Arr! you know, insert car brakes sliding. I'm now freaking out. I'm a nobody. How on earth is this happening to me? Do they realize I'm not a model? My home has the stains of two decades and four children. How does this work? Do you send me clothes? What if I'm too fat to fit in them? And. Yeah, I know I'm all about unapologetic confidence, but I am a human with a running heartbeat and I am scared. I'm so stressed. This is way too big for me. I need to shut it down. I am way out of my league. So to manage my terrified self, I decide this. I'm going to call these magnificent beings and just say, hey, why don't we do this over Zoom? Don't fly here for the weekend. It's so much for you. Let's just make it easy. We'll do an hour Zoom. Shut it down. Love story, part E. It's the month of June. We take a family road trip for the week to play around in Brooklyn. I decided to be really present and not work and just be with my people. And part of that calm will be me eliminating the upcoming plans in August for a weekend of my dreams. Because that makes sense, right? Okay, stick with me. I plan to call them when I'm back from my trip. But at this point, I breathe easier because I took control and said, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm way out of my league. I need to just shut it down. This is, It was great. It was so nice. They wanted to do this for me. But Christina, this is your, this is not for you. It's a steamy Wednesday night in Dumbo. We head to a restaurant to sit outside, staring at the beautiful Brooklyn Bridge. And Racer says to me, "Mama, isn't that the woman from the HBO show that you love behind you?" I turn around, and Sarah is sitting behind us with her two lovebug kids. I lose it. She's actually getting up to leave, and I literally almost knock my wine glass over and start yelling like a lunatic, Sarah, Sarah, my kids are mortified. It was almost out of body. I didn't even know I was doing it. She stops, we hug and I tear up. I meet her incredibly sweet children and off she goes. I have a picture of that too. Wait till you guys see it, so good. I sit back down, tears again, thinking to myself that the universe just showed up and slapped me. How dare I almost give up an experience of a lifetime out of fear. I was ready to give it all up to shut it down. And the universe screamed, I won't let you miss what's yours. No phone call to them was ever made, thank goodness. The only things that were made were plane tickets and dinner reservations. August 6th through 8th, here we come. I'm ready for you. Love Story Part F. Now that I decided to lean into this joy and accept that the dream was happening... How does this work? Well, when you're welcomed into Sarah Clary's brain, you are flooded with options. I'd wake up to daily emails of tons of outfit choices, ideas, playing around in a candy shop, random text messages of epic clothing only she can find because her creative juices don't turn off. In comes the mail, the boxes, and now we wait to play. And in between, we share thoughts and I tell her I love the bold colors she wore in the HBO show promo shots. Those colors are me. The shoulders are me. The athletic socks with heels are me. Nothing matchy matchy. So of course, she says, I'm bringing you my top. Who does this? Sarah does. That's who. And I have the text messages, you guys. They're really epic. I can't wait for you to see them. So the clothes arrive, and I I beg my hairstylist to color my hair even when she's full. You know, I bribed another client to get her seat. I wax the eyebrows. I get my nails done, and I'm ready for this. And I will receive the love and live the dream, and I'm going to just breathe. Let's go. Love Story Part G. It's Friday, August the 6th, 745 at my favorite restaurant, Ada Street. We have a four-hour dinner of dreams. Too much to drink. Way too much to tell. But I will say it wasn't about fashion or home styling or creative ideas. It was about women coming together to inspire and love on one another, to push each other gently into seeing and becoming our best self. And we just all happen to love playing dress-up, taking pictures of beautiful things, and living our lives through joy first. The weekend hasn't even begun, and I already feel like I was gifted with way more than I could even imagine. Love story, the manic part, part H. (laughs) Saturday, August 7th, 10 a.m., my house. When you get three creative souls into a space that they can play, watch the hell out. We were in such a zone, it's like we are possessed. We came to my house not only for TEDx dressing, but also for some editorial on Ashley's new phenomenal baby, Sightline. A home edit on all things domestic, curated and captured by her wildly talented eye. I hope you're running over to there right now. Between capturing the stories of the bones behind our warehouse to my racks of clothes that looked like Elton John on crack, we were all dying. We are zooming around one another, everybody playing dress up, and while these women dressed me, Ashley also took her camera to capture every feather and sequin. Seeing these beauties put on all of my clothes, I was a kid living her best day. How on earth that I could see my fashion icon and this creative superstar partner show up, end up in my closet, will forever take my breath away. The pictures do the talking here, which I will share. And we keep going. We keep zooming around one another. We're playing, taking pictures. We're trying on all the things. We go to dinner that night. It's 8 o'clock. Nobu Rooftop. We decompress and talk all the things, all the lessons of this journey, all the screaming of the signs in the universe, all the hopes and dreams to come. And here's what I learned. Universe lesson one, genuine intention is energy like no other. I would have never reached out to Sarah or Ashley if my intentions weren't real and authentic. The moment something doesn't feel aligned, don't do it. Stay the course, feed your own soul, and don't get off your road. All roads lead to your desired outcome if you let it, and in the moment you'll understand what it is here to show you. Universe lesson number two, trust and honor the relationship and commitment to yourself above all else. I show up every day as myself, not manufacturing my actions for an outcome for a relationship, not seeking validation or permission for my actions. I do what I want to do, whether it's a smart business choice or not. I'm not here to prove anything to anyone. I'm here to live my life as the best version of myself. That's for me to decide how to show up and not anyone else. It's really simple. Be good to others, do good for others. Universe lesson number three, what's meant for me won't miss me. If I am present and fully aware enough to listen to my gut, the whispers, the gentle nudges, I can lean into that power. And thankfully, the universe has my back. It showed me to never turn on myself. I don't plan on needing that lesson again. Universe lesson number four. Surround yourself with people that make you come alive, that see you for who you are, love you no matter what, and help you become better, period. Don't you dare waste one moment of this precious life on people that don't deserve you. Save your oxygen for those that do. Here's the real deal. Life is short, not promised. Love hard, love loud, lift and support one another, make room for someone that needs a hand, and bring someone with you. Love Story Part I, to be continued. To be continued is so much more than the outfit that hit the stage. But I will say, as you get to see the TEDx talk, you'll see me in Sarah's outfit so very special, so wonderful. It made me feel my best self and deliver the message that I wanted to deliver because I felt like me. I will be forever grateful to these two women for being a part of this journey that I could never imagine doing alone. And at the end of the day, just reminding ourselves that we are here to lift one another without asking for anything in return. And a reminder that the universe will not miss me if I allow my eyes to be open to all the gifts it's trying to tell me. To be continued indeed. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week.